The New York Islanders return to practice. We have injury updates, plus how the Islanders are handling the debacle against the Pittsburgh Penguins. We have that, and we preview this weekend's games, all on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Friday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Wow, we've got a busy show today, but first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to talk about on a future episode, feel free to email us, the email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave us your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever's on your mind. You can follow the show on X at LockedOnIsles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on X at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We will keep you up to date on all things Islanders all season long, And I am live tweeting during every Islanders home and road game. So join me for some instant insight and analysis. And it's great to talk Isles hockey with you, game time, or any time. So, as we talked about on the show yesterday and every day, as you will remember this, clunkers are going to happen. You're going to have games when just nothing goes right. You don't have the energy you're not organized, you're not playing well, the other team is on top of their game, and you're a step slow. Whatever the reason, over the course of 82 games, even the best teams are going to have the occasional clunker. The key is that good teams respond. They bounce back. And say what you want about this Islanders team, and they have their issues, we all know that. But they are a resilient bunch. And I think the big question that this team has to answer is not, oh my gosh, they looked absolutely terrible against Pittsburgh. That doesn't mean they stink. It just means they had a terrible game. And now the question is, how does this team respond? How do you bounce back after a terrible game? And, you know, we have talked, everydayers know we have talked on this show a lot 
about a desire for the Islanders to get a little younger on their roster. We've talked about younger, faster, and more skilled. And it's still an issue. I'm not going to lie. But there are times when having a lot of experienced players on your roster can help. And I think this is one of those times. Because when you look up and down this roster, Anders Lee, Brock Nelson, Kyle Palmieri, Casey Sezikis, Cal Clutterbuck, Matt Martin, Semyon Varlamov, all of these guys, Mike Riley, Robert Bortuzzo, all of these guys, they've been there and done that. And they know how to respond to a situation like this. Hopefully, they respond the right way and come out and get, I don't want to say angry at themselves, but use the poor play as motivation. And that's what they're going to have to do after the disaster that was the game against the Penguins on Wednesday night. And you know what? I think it's good. I think it's important, as a matter of fact, that the Islanders are going to face Pittsburgh again on Sunday to close out the calendar year of 2023. To me, that in and of itself is huge. And it's something that this team is going to need to, to... It gives them a chance to respond immediately. To basically say, you know what? We're going to show this team that just humiliated us on home ice. That we're better than we were in that game. And that they can't just do that to us again. I think... This could be very helpful to the New York Islanders and that how they play in these next two games tonight against the Washington Capitals, that is obviously, you know, the next challenge in that game, 7.30 Eastern time at home. And you can listen to every moment of that game on SiriusXM on the SXM app. You'll have the Islanders hometown radio broadcast. Just do a search for Islanders. But you have that game tonight, 7.30, and then the New Year's Eve game on Sunday in Pittsburgh. You play better in those two games, and the 7-0 game, while it's not entirely forgotten, it's not as big of a deal. If it becomes, all of a sudden, a three-game losing streak, and you're embarrassed again, This team can go from second place to seventh place or sixth place in the course of the weekend. I mean, New Jersey's in sixth place. They're three points behind the Islanders. You know, that's easily a change. So here's the thing. We've had a lot of people doubt Lane Lambert, and there are some reasons to question him, while there are also some strengths that I've seen from Lane Lambert. Can he help motivate this team? And can the veteran leaders on this team help motivate this team? Anders Lee, you're the captain 
Bo Horvat, you're a leader on this team. Cal Clutterbuck is a leader on this team. Go out and lead. This is the time when your leadership matters. And the Islanders need their leadership, their coaches, their veteran players, their captains, their alternate captains. They need these guys to help this team be prepared. And we know this Islanders team has been inconsistent over the course of the season. Heck, it's not even game to game. Sometimes it's period to period or shift to shift where they'll look great for five minutes and then look like completely overmatched for five minutes. And that's why we have seen this team both have some glorious late-game comebacks and also some embarrassing and frustrating late-game collapses. And put Wednesday's game in the rearview mirror for a minute, but just understand that smoothing out those inconsistencies, making those inconsistencies go away or be greatly reduced in amount and frequency and scope is going to be what determines, to a large extent, whether the Islanders finish in one of the top three spots in the division, which is the best-case scenario, whether they're a wild-card team in the playoffs, which is a good scenario, or whether they miss the postseason entirely this year. Yeah, there are other factors. you got to stay healthy, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but one thing you can't have is an inconsistent effort. And that's, you know, the Islanders just were bad Wednesday night against Pittsburgh. They've been bad in, like, the third period, for example, against San Jose or in overtimes and shootouts. You gotta lower those lows, both in the number of times they happen and how low your team plays. And you've got to get the highs. You got to be more consistent. And that's about coaching. That's about motivation. And that's about leadership. So the veterans on this team, the captains of this team, the the guys who rally this team in the locker room, this is your time. This is your time to prove that you are the captain or the alternate captain or just a leader in this locker room for a reason. And you have to go out and play your game and get it done because there is you know, precious little room for error. This team is capable of making the playoffs and capable, if the goaltending gets hot, of winning a couple of rounds. Make no mistake about that. They wouldn't be favored against too many playoff teams, but they wouldn't be drastic underdogs, and it wouldn't be shocking if they win a series or two. But you got to get there first, and to do that, you got to iron out these inconsistencies And a horrible performance like the Pittsburgh game on Wednesday is just the kind of thing that you can use in a positive way if your leadership comes up big. All right, we've got more to get to. We're going to talk about what happened Thursday at practice. How did the Islanders address the horrible game that they played on uh, Wednesday? Also, we are going to address... Uh, the latest injury updates, and there are 
unfortunately, a few of them. All of that and more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by a product I literally use every day, AG1 by Athletic Greens. Maybe you're like me, you want to be healthy and eat well, but it's always easier said than done. Well, that's no longer the case with AG1. With one delicious scoop of AG1 in a glass of water each day, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all these things. It can be hard and expensive to keep track of many different supplements and vitamins, not to mention how hard it can be on your stomach, but AG1 costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. So... If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1. Get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. That's drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. Check it out. Don't forget, Locked On has launched the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Practice Thursday, the day after the disaster, as they say. And look, you're not going to be able to just pick up like it didn't happen. That's not what it is. But at the same time, how are the Islanders handling it? Well, they are addressing it. And at practice, uh, Matthew Barzal, after the game, first of all, a weird lull in the second period obviously cost us the game. Sold out rink like that in front of our fans, it's unacceptable. We have a game in two days that we'll be ready for and we'll put on a better show for them. And then Barzi added, I think we're definitely going to have to address something after tonight. Look at some of the tape and whatnot. After the second period, we put an emphasis on boxing out. They got a couple of free looks close to Ilya Sorokin tonight in the crease that we can't be giving up. We will have to clean that up. And I I think there's no question they have to clean it up, but I'm happy, very happy, to hear this team talk about, yeah, you know what? We have to watch the tape. We have to see what we did wrong. Lane Lambert, at practice Thursday. You have to come every night and do the things you need to do in order to win hockey games. We got shown that last night, and we learned a hard lesson. 45 minutes of practice that was high intensity, high energy on Thursday at the Northwell Health Ice Center, and that was good. Bo Horvat after practice. Nobody's happy with how things went last night. It was a perfect practice for after a game like that. A lot of battle, a lot of compete, and taking frustrations out on your teammates, but in a good way. We needed it. It was a humbling game. 
just when you think you're playing well and doing well, the hockey gods come and kick you right back down to keep you level-headed. And boy, oh boy, did they get knocked down and become level-headed. So Lambert added, I saw some intensity. I don't know if it necessarily, if I saw frustration. I think there was focus there. And I would say probably that we would be, for me, the mood was more focus than frustration. So let's hope that that is indeed the case. Now, we do have some injury updates for the Islanders. Uh, two players did not skate at practice. Casey Sezikis out with an illness, although Lane Lambert said he will most likely be playing Friday tonight against the Washington Capitals. And then Semyon Varlamov, it was officially deemed maintenance but he is now considered day-to-day. So what do the Islanders do? And this may very well be just for practice purposes, but they ended up uh, calling up Ken Appleby, who is the one of the two goalies at Bridgeport, and uh, Appleby was up for practice to fill in for Varlamov, and if Varley is not able to go, and be even the backup Friday night. And, you know, Varley was expected to start Friday, uh, according to most people. Uh, but if he's not ready to go, Sorokin probably starts, and Appleby would be the backup to make room for Appleby. Grant Hutton returned on loan to Bridgeport by the Islanders. Now, some good news, uh, and we didn't get to mention this on yesterday's show, but Scott Mayfield now skating for the second game in a row. Um, Mayfield, again, skating, not a full participant yet in practice, not expected to play against Washington, although we'll see whether or not he can be available for the game against Pittsburgh. That would certainly be a welcome thing. Also briefly wanted to touch on the Islanders' prospects who are playing in World Juniors, that would be Quinn Finley uh, playing for Team USA, as is Danny Nelson. Well, Team USA has played two games. Quinn Finley had a goal and an assist as Team USA crushed Switzerland by a score of 11-3. to uh, His goal came at the 7.09 mark of the third period and uh, made the game, it was the 10th goal for Team USA, and then he assisted on the 11th goal. He was on the ice for 13 minutes and 48 seconds and had three shots on goal. Danny Nelson did not get a point in this game, was on the ice for 12.08 and was a plus one. Both players also played in in the series opener against Norway the other day. That was on Tuesday. Quinn Finley had one shot on goal, was on ice for almost 13 minutes. Danny Nelson on the ice for 15.09. And the good news is these two guys were both line mates, USA beating Norway to open the tournament by a score of 4-1. to But we will certainly keep an eye on all of these players as uh, the tournament goes on and again, Uh, In in my mind, it is so important for the Islanders to get these guys experience. It is just vital to 
get experience for these players against the top opponents in the you know in the league uh, or at this age level really and give them a chance to shine uh, against the best so to me it is certainly good news that not only are they participating but they're getting points and that is uh, the latest update and we'll keep you updated throughout the tournament on their progress we have got more to get to on today's show. We'll preview tonight's game against the Capitals. Sunday, the New Year's Eve game against the Penguins. We'll also have our Islanders' birthday of the day. Uh, a, a player who was with the Islanders for a dozen games during the 94-95 season. He was a center uh, and was an original Islanders draft pick. Let's see if you can guess who that is. We have got all that and a whole lot more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. It's almost halfway through the NHL season, Islander fans, and the Islanders are still in second place in the Metropolitan Division. But regardless of where we are in the current standings, I want to remind you that you can win big playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. All you have to do is pick whether studs like Sorokin, McDavid, Crosby, or McKinnon will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, or more in a given game. To win a 100 times bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Islander fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL. You'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. And again, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. You got to check this out. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league, including the NHL. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, we have got a couple of uh, games coming up this weekend, and we're going to preview both of them tonight. The Washington Capitals at UBS Arena, 7.30 start again you can hear every moment of this game with the Islanders hometown radio broadcast on Sirius XM. Go to the SXM app and do a search for Islanders. The Capitals, you know, they're right near the Islanders, just two points back, and they have two games in hand. So I don't have to tell you how important this game is going to be in the standings for the Islanders. And how are the Capitals getting it done? It's with defense and goaltending. They right now, or next to last in the league in goals scored, but fourth in the league in goals against. And right now, Charlie Lindgren has been red hot in goal. He is 7-3-3 on the year with a 2-2-9 goals against average and a 9-28 save percentage. Been a rough year for Alex Ovechkin. Six goals, 20 points in 32 games. That ties him with Dylan Strome for the team lead. Strom has a team-high 13 goals, also with 20 points. 
John Carlson, the defenseman, only one goal, but 19 points. Tom Wilson, 18. You could see there's balance in this lineup, but there isn't a lot of explosiveness, and that is unusual for the Capitals. The power play also struggling, 30th in the league. The penalty kill is 11th, so the PK is good, and that'll be a great head-to-head battle between the Capitals' uh, PK and the Islanders' power play. And then you have the negative battle between the Islanders' penalty kill and the Capitals' power play, both units there struggling. The line combinations uh, as of the last game, Connor McMichael, Alexander Ovechkin, and Tom Wilson are the top line. Dylan Strom now on the second line with Alexei Protis and Anthony Mantha. Evgeny Kuznetsov, Max Pacioretty, and Matthew Phillips are the third line, although Pacioretty uh, may not be 100%. Nick Dowd. Beck, Malenstein, and uh, Nicholas Aube-Kubel are the fourth line. On defense, Martin for Harvey and John Carlson are the top pair. Rasmus Sandin and Trevor Van Riemsdyk, the second pairing. And Joel Edmondson and Nick Jensen are the third pair. Darcy Kemper and Charlie Lindgren are the goalies. Pacioretty is expected to be a game-time decision. He's been on IR. Nicholas Backstrom still in IR, as is Long Island native Sonny Milano. T.J. Oshie out of the lineup right now. So that's the situation in Washington. And it'll be interesting to see if the Islanders can get things going offensively against the Caps and whether or not uh, they can, you know, take advantage of the low-scoring Capitals team and not let them have a revival in this game. Meanwhile, the Penguins... Penguins are going to be uh, coming off a back-to-back. They play Saturday at home, so they don't have to travel, but they will be playing the St. Louis Blues Saturday. The game against the Islanders comes Sunday at 6 o'clock Eastern time, so you still have time to watch the game, and I will be live-tweeting, and then go out for your New Year's Eve plans. We've talked about the Penguins. They're now up to 25th in the league in goals after scoring 7 on the Islanders, 7th in goals against um, I, I mean, we just reviewed them. You can go back every day. As you know, we had our special crossover episode with uh, Hunter Hodes of Locked On Penguins. The line combinations, Sidney Crosby, Jake Gunsel, and Richard Rakel are the top line. Evgeny Malkin, Riley Smith, Drew O'Connor, the second line. Lars Eller centers Radim Zahorna and Valerie Putinen, who had his first NHL goal uh, Wednesday night, and Noel Asciardi, Jansen Harkins, and Jeff Carter are the fourth line. Depth scoring, as Hunter said, and everydayers, please, everyone, check out that crossover episode from uh, Wednesday that we did that went in-depth on the Penguins. Marcus Pedersen, Chris Letang, the top defensive pairing. Islanders have to slow down Letang after that six-assist game. Ryan Graves and Eric Carlson, the second pair. John Ludwig and Chad uh, Ruvidal are the third pairing, the goalies, as we know, Tristan Jari and Alex Nedeljkovic. It's a back-to-back, so whoever doesn't, whoever plays on Saturday, you are likely to see the other on Sunday. I get the feeling it'll be Nedeljkovic against St. Louis and then Jari against the uh, Islanders, but again, that remains to be seen. And for the Islanders, you know, no back-to-back, but again, Varlamov's health will have a lot to do with that. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. 
And yeah, this this one was a little tough. Uh, a player who only played part of one season for the Islanders, 12 games, we're talking about uh, today being the 52nd birthday of former Islanders center Chris Marinucci. Marinucci, drafted by the Isles in the fifth round back in 1990, spent four years at the University of Minnesota Duluth, had a pair of 30-goal seasons for them in his uh, junior and senior year, played for the Islanders 12 games, one goal, five points, two penalty minutes in 94-95, then later played one NHL game for the LA Kings in 96-97, bounced around the minors before finishing his career in Europe, He played in Japan, Germany, Sweden, and then in the minors again in North America before hanging up his skates in 2003-2004. 13 career NHL games, a goal, five points, two penalty minutes for Marinucci. And his highlight as a player, April 24th, 1995 at the Nassau Coliseum, Islanders hosting the Boston Bruins. And in this game... Chris Marinucci scores his first and only NHL goal. It comes in the third period. He beat Blaine uh, Lachey in goal for Boston. The Islanders had Tommy Soderstrom. The goal assisted by Scott Lachance and Patrick Flatley at 12.09. At the time, it put the Islanders up 5-2. The final score in this one, 5-3. So for Chris Marinucci, one goal. He had two shots on goal. The goal came at even strength, and he was a plus one in this game. And uh, a magic moment. You never forget your first NHL goal, and that was his. So Chris Marinucci is our Islanders' birthday of the day. So I want to thank everyone again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every dayers, tomorrow, uh, Monday, on the show, we'll have our key takeaways from both games. Uh... Friday night's game, tonight's game, and Sunday's game. So make sure you join us for that. We will have our one-minute videos going up on YouTube after both games. So check those out as well for a little information and analysis after the games but before the next show. Have a great weekend. I can't believe that we have reached the end of 2023. This is our last show. Our next show will be dated January 1st, 2024. So a happy and a healthy new year to everybody. Have a great New Year's celebration. Stay safe. Let's hope the Islanders can bring us a couple of victories before we have the Monday show. And, of course, let's go Islanders.